Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Moonlight Madness. I'm your host, Brian. Brian Dash. And, um... I am actually laying on my bed right now with a, a Jasper T-Jow plushie that I got at my work in, uh, the Chuck E. Cheese. In Springfield, Missouri. I think, I can't remember what street's down. But it's alright. So... As of right now, I'm going to tell you a little, uh, a little something, right? We are going to be talking about Foxina. For who, you may be asking, or for what for? Mainly one person. One person that loves the Foxina stories. My first story being the Bite of 87. In case you're wondering. Okay, tell me my first one was coming soon or like a preview. But as for a real story story... My first was the bite of A7. So we're going to start there. How did I get the idea? Well, I had a dream before Five Nights at Freddy's came out. So I'm just going to say that now. I think, so yeah, I was 13. So it was 2012. So about three, three four years. Maybe, maybe two years, I'm not sure. Before Five Nights at Freddy's. One came out probably before Finance of Rays was even a uh, um being made. Then again, this the new one, uh, Sun Help Wonders, uh, security breach has been going on for about a year or two, so who knows? But I digress. <clears throat> so, yeah, I had a dream about me being adopted by a wolf and a fox because I was weird like that when I was a kid. Still am kind of weird. So, sorry. So, yeah, um, and then I imagined, like, a, uh, like a deer and, like, a, and like, a robin, but I didn't really like that idea, so, after, uh, FNAF Day came out, I was planning on making the Body of 7 um, with Foxy, Mangle, you know, classic FNM, um, love thing, um, and everything, but I'm like, you know what, no, no, this is my story, let's not get mixed up, if I want to pl- publish it someday, so, yeah, but the, I still remember the names, uh, Foxina was the name of the fox, the wolf was actually Wolfie, um, my... Um, Buck, drummer, was known as Drummer. Literally, that was his little, little, little name, Drummer. And uh, the uh, the turtle called Chelsea was actually, um, I think it was Christy or something like that. But then I found out I had a brother and sister. My brother's name Dustin, and his favorite animal was a deer, and. My sister Chelsea, who is obsessed with turtles. So I'm like, what a coincidence. I'm like, maybe it's not a coincidence, maybe it's fate. So I'm like, you know what, I'll make them animatronics. <laughs> as wrong as that sounds. <laughs> like, well, hey, I'll make my brother and sister animatronics in a book. We try to kill Mike. What a wonderful idea. <laughs> I'm sorry. <clears throat> anyway. So yeah, I made them animatronics in the book of uh, the Bio 7 
So the story actually did, like the dream did take place, however, in 1907. September 4th, 1907 to be exact. It's kind of weird, isn't it? Probably should have made this on September 4th, but I miss that train. I'll have to wait another year if I want to, and I don't even know if I'll be alive that long. Because really no one knows what will take him. <clears throat> Sorry. Let me come out through one more time. <clears throat> there you go. Sorry. So where was I? Uh, oh, yeah. So, yeah, the dream did take place in 1987. So, I split it. I, want, I originally wanted The Bite of 7 to be a trilogy. But then, like, you know what? No. First episode. First video. Let's try this out a little bit. <clears throat> so, I did. And apparently, lots of people like part one and two. It's my second most watched video. Sorry, third. I guess Valentine's part two and three is at number one and... Dashi's first date. Thank you everyone for watching my Dashi videos. Is at number two. And on top of that, quick announcement: I have just made it to twelve thousand views. Thank you everyone. It's all you that has done that for me. But I'm still digressing a little too much. So let's go back down this, this path. All right. Hopefully, we don't go on another rabbit trail. So, yeah, how I got the, so I actually drew the, uh, the plans for Foxina as an animatronic, which you will not see on this video. So, like, if I get a rector set with a uh, motor in it, and I can find a way to make them walk around, I will go to Hobby Lobby or Walmart or whatever, and get some fur-looking things and make a actual Foxina mini-robot. Because I, I feel like making a real animatronic would be freaking awesome. And also that might be my new muse for uh, for Foxina. So, um, I got a little mad at Scott just recently. Because I actually was like, did anyone make fan art of Foxina? Because one person said, hey, I made fan art of Foxina. Look at this website. I post on that. I'm like, oh, sweet, cool. And I went on there and it said Foxina, Foxina, Fangle, Foxina, Fangle, 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 Foxina. I'm like, what the heck? So I looked up Foxina and looked online and it said, Foxina is a fan-made character by people who love Five Nights at Freddy's as Mangle and Foxy's child. I'm like, wait, What? Did Scott just steal another character from me? Because first, it was Roxanne. I'm not joking when I say I came up with Roxanne first. And about a month or two after I came up with the idea of Roxanne, um, Scott said, we just, came out, we just came out with the names for animatronics. Here, let me name them off to you. Monty, Glamrock Freddy, Glamrock Chica. Oh, and of course, let me, let me just say Foxina. I'm like, or not Foxina, uh... Roxanne, I'm like, you devil. Because <laughs> I'm not, I can mad Scott, because it's like, Roxanne was my idea for, for Wolfie's sister. So I had to change her name to Rachel. And still she's a racing wolf, but. Because originally, Roxanne was supposed to be like the manager. But now that, technically she was a she-wolf. And... Roxanne is a she-wolf as well. Um, I could be sued. And I'm like, 
fine. If you're going to do that, I'm going to take the part of her being a racer from you. How'd you like them apples, Scotty? So, Roxanne. So, Rachel the Racing Wolf. Technically, it's close to Roxanne, but not too close. And same personality, so I might have to change her back to me and the manager. But, Scott, um, I hear you're okay with fan-made stuff. Even though Roxanne wasn't your idea, she was mine. Bro. So I should have the rights, but. If you sue me, you're, you're not gonna have. You're not gonna have some problems, buddy. Sorry about that. I mean, technically, I would have won the case, because, like, they'd be like, Where'd you call the idea for Roxanne, Scott? Oh, about 2 2020. Alright, Mr. Brian Dash. When did you come across that? Easy. Watch this video, Fright Night. Oh, yeah, he came up with a wet lawn before you did, Scott. Let's go to him. Ding, ding. I mean, if that does happen, then I'm going to tell say, Tell you what, Scott, I'll let you off the hook. I'll even let you use Roxanne, but here's the thing, though. I, I, I come up the plots for Fright Night's phrase now. Because I kind of want to have it where you play as animatronics, but not as, like, a killer. But, like, the daily life of the animatronic at night. And kind of see and hear what they think. And hear their own voices and give them a soul. I think that would be really cool for a different kind of FNAF. But, like, also, like, you try to save the night guard, but, like, your voice box is broken. So as a night guard tries to find you... Because, for some reason, that's why I haven't figured that out yet. But you try to hide from the night guard, or vice versa, the night guard hides from you. But you're just trying to warn him that, hey, I'm the only guy who's not wacko. Freddy and the friends are kind of coming, just, I don't know, shoving a suit, bite your head off, I don't know. It fluctuates. They either kill you, they kill you the way, you know, it doesn't matter. You're dead. You die in the end of every game from a heart attack or whatever. Anyway. But we, we were really going off topic here. Dang. Okay, so back to Foxina and my story. So yeah, you all know Foxina, a uh, female vixen. I had an idea of her being a pirate, actually. Because I remember um, I was talking to a girl for no reason. She was like a girlfriend, she was just a friend. I don't even know who she is anymore, but... uh. So like she's like, I want to be a pirate for Halloween. And then some kid, some random dumb child, walked in and went, Hey, hey, you can be a pirate. That's a boy's costume. Girls can't be pirates. Which is actually seriously false. I've, and for some reason, I think saying that is like seriously illegal. But it isn't. So, moving down just a little bit, so... She got upset about that, and I'm like, you know what? That sucks. So, it was actually the same night I had the dream, so... I kind of had a crush on time, and I actually started to understand what... Calling girl Foxy, or... Calling her a stone fox was. Stone Cold Fox. I actually said, hey, don't listen to him. Besides... Anyone can be a fox, even a, I mean, a pirate, even a stone-cold fox like yourself. She's like, what the heck does that even mean? Nowadays, she'd probably slap me, because, like, I just thought that meant attractive. I didn't know it meant sexually attractive. 
because she was anything but that. She's attractive, just not in a, well, uh, um, share a bed kind of attractive. But then, well, no, I have never shared a bed with anyone. I've not even, well, no one. So at least you know I'm pure. Which, I'm a Christian, so I, I try. I'm also a conservative and Trump supporter. But we're, we're really getting off topic here. Holy crap. So moving on. Let's see, okay. So, yeah, the uh, Friday night came up, I came up with, that was actually a dream I had too. In fact, I had the dream of Fright Night before Foxine. I had the dream of Fright Night when I was 11. But no one, I didn't have like any idea for the names because none of the names were um, out there. But like, I really admired that. Um, actually, yeah. That was really nice. In fact, um, some guy was talking to me. And I told him about my story. And shortly after, Tony Crynight made a finite phrase version of it for some bizarre reason. But, uh, yeah, that was really cool. See, I actually watched Tony's Instant He managed to put a face with animatronics even though it wasn't finite Freddy's. I think he did that because finite uh, phrase was like really big at the time frame that this happened and uh I didn't come up with the name for Foxina's yet for Fright Night. I didn't even know if Fright Night was gonna be in the stories. So it just he just took advantage of the situation. So moving on down the line a bit. <laughs> uh the idea for Delilah and Dusty that was very interesting. There's actually a lot of reasons why I came up with that. Because I wanted to kind of get a inside story on Dusty. A.K.A. Billy Bob Bakerman. The, uh, the killer. The villain in the, in the, in the book. But, uh, you know. No one really, like, I didn't like that one. No, because it was evil. It's not that. Because it wasn't that evil. It's because, like, episode 1 I was okay with. Episode 2, eh, it could have been better. Episode 3, I think we just killed it there. Like, oh my gosh. Just let it end. In fact, um, if you're wondering why episode 1 and 2 are way farther back before I came out with episode 3, it's because I was really trying to put off episode 3. In fact, actually was on the fence about not even finishing the trilogy. But I felt like if I didn't do this, I would kill the original trilogy of Foxina, which was Foxina, book one, The Bite of the Seven, Foxina, book two, Fright Night, and Fox, well, technically, and Foxina, number three, Lion Dusty. See, I didn't add Foxina in the beginning of the stories. So originally, this trilogy was The Bite of the Seven, Fright Night, and Delilah and Dusty, in order, of the three books, the original trilogy, and then I made shorter ones, and other books, about Foxina down the line, and a lot of people have been asking me, it's like, do you just narrate what's in your mind, or do you have a script, or what do you do, 
for the talks I'm having, like this one right here, I do not have a script. But like for my stories, like the Bite of A7, Fright Night, Delilah and Dusty. If you look through every journal I have, which will probably take you a bajillion years, um, I do have a lot of a lot of uh of the stories written out, like I have the Dashy stories written out. I have uh, like I have the Tony stories written out. In fact, I need to find the manuscript to Tony's again. I might even sell it. No, I won't. It's I'll probably frame it. Uh, the Foxy stories are written out. Fright Night. Actually, I wrote that out between practices when I was at a play, because I was in a play for three nights. I actually wrote Foxy in, in between those and rehearsals and stuff. Um, further down the line is, I actually got a lot of apps on my phone to help me spell and write, because I was going to send this to a publisher. In fact, I have a copyright on it technically right now. Thank you, Anchor, for giving me free copyright. But, like I'm saying, so, I'm going to be trying to get the stories published eventually. And I'm going to do my best to try it. Now, I, now people have been asking, 30 years, was that a finance of Freddy's? Because we know you did a few more mild 30 years before, or more mild-mannered is worse than the original. And I used Foxy as a name. It's because, in my mind, it didn't sound that dark. And then, like, well, it sounded dark, but not, like, too, too dark. But then when I kind of got into the story, I started adding, you know, a lot more. And it also didn't feel right because it was also someone else's um, creation about how Purple Guy died. So I didn't want to steal his idea. So I changed it. And also, that was just not right for my channel. Like, I'm okay. Like, I can watch Number on Elm Street, Friday the 13th, uh, The Shriny, stuff like that, horror movies. And I'm like, yeah, so, was that supposed to be Because I'm not feeling it. Honestly, horror movies don't scare me at all, for some reason. I mean, like... I saw, what was that one, Lariona, about the Spanish reborn who drowned her children, and I'm like, yeah, why is that scary? So I am going to be honest with you though, for Halloween, once October hits, I might be making some horror stories. Like, maybe not too dark, but like, folklore, like the Banshee, I'm going to make the Banshee story again. I may make the Lyriana story again. I may make the Baba Yaga story. To get you guys a little idea, the Baba Yaga is a, the story of a woman who is a witch who lives in a house that runs like a chicken that eats children. From the Russian back, from Russia. That's where the story originated from. Uh, the Banshee is a female foxy looking ghost woman and her will foretells doom for her for whoever she visits or warns someone of a loved one dying 
like in war or in a house or something like that. And uh, finally, Lyriana is a woman who drowned her children and cannot enter heaven without her children with her. From that's a Mexican folklore. So in other words, she scans the water, weeping to mourn her children for all eternity. And sometimes she'll either take out the parents or instill their children, or simply just not care about the parents and instill the children in hopes to trick St. Peter into letting her into heaven, thinking that they're her children. It, it gets really weird. But hey, you know, I might, I might even do La Riona before Halloween, I'm not sure. But it's either going to be uh, for the Halloween, which I'm thinking of calling it uh, Terror Time or or the Month of Horror or something like that. Something cool. So, let's see here. How did I get the idea from Mike? Because I want to add that really fast before we end. <sighs> That's hard. So, like, Mike did not come. I'm going to be honest with you. Michael didn't, or Mikey, <sighs> okay, I did not come with the creation of Mike until after Finance of Freddy's, until then I would have used Blake's name, so when I wrote the idea for Mike, it was because the security guard in the first Finance of Freddy's was called Mike, so I, I, yeah, I stole Mike. That's why he's a security slash gender and not just a regular security guard. So yeah, I did still Mike. So you know what, Scott, don't worry about it. You can keep you can keep Roxanne. So how I got the idea for Roxanne was because I always wanted a brother and a sister. But my two older brothers were terrible to me. And one of my sister-in-laws is a witch. Which, which, which in Spanish, I believe, is buja. So, yeah. My sister was a buja witch. And my other sister-in-law, I'm just going to say her first name. No, no, I won't even tell you her name. I'll say this: her name rhymes. Her name rhymes with book. Her name rhymes with book. So, yeah. Moving on, um, she's a good sister-in-law. The sister-in-law whose name rhymes with book is very nice. In fact, my nephew is also, uh, you know, obviously he's my favorite nephew. My my sister Chelsea, or my half-sister Chelsea, and my half-brother Dustin. Um, my half-brother Dustin is my uncle. My half-sister Chelsea is now a mom, even though she's a year younger than me. Now, I'm going to tell you this, even though... We are half brothers and sisters. I don't consider them half. Still, still, my blood runs in their veins, and their blood runs in my veins. We're siblings. Half or not, it doesn't matter. I see them as full-blooded siblings. 
And sorry about that, my DVD just went to my DVD player. I have no idea how that happened. That's kind of scary a little bit. So, let's see, where am I gonna... How are we gonna end this? Okay. <clears throat> One last thing. <clears throat> I'm gonna just tell you a little bit about Tony and tell you the idea. Well, the story of Tony didn't come until a few years later. Ever since I became a furry. I started off doing fan art of anthropomorphic animals and Foxina, which got me interested in anthropomorphic, so I started watching a lot of Disney movies like The Lion King, Zootopia, probably more Zootopia than anything else, and tons of other movies like The Old Robin Hood. And that went on and escalated on and on and on and on and on. And then I typed in Wolf Furry online on YouTube and started watching those. I don't do I don't watch them anymore after. I mean, I watched a little bit of Majira, Strawberry. I'm going to support him. Echo, uh, Vix. So furries, I used to be, I used to watch them. Now I have no need to because technically, um, I I'm Chucky, which is a anthropomorphic mouse. I'll do whatever it needs until I get a person of my own. Because I'm a furry. Or want to be a fursuiter. Which would be a furry. But uh, right now I'm just a fan of a furry. With a little of a dress up furry. But we're, we're getting way off topic. Holy crap. So, ending this. There's a really point here. Oh, I didn't finish Tony yet, have I? So we're not ending yet. Uh, so I really got into furries. I'm like, you know what? What if I can make a video about this? And a lot of people are like, no, furries are terrible. They're, they make love with animals, which is, it's false. That was, that's a myth made by, made by gamers when the TikTok war is going off. Between gamers and furries. Oh, furries is nothing where they just get together and have their way with each other, which that one is actually true. When the furry fandom first came out, it was just a uh, just a way for men to have their way with women and their own gender and vice versa, women having their own way with women or men. And that's how the furry fandom first started. But then I how I heard it is a guy who was pure or said, "Hey, I like the fursuits, and I like seeing people have fun with art and all this." But if we changed it where they don't, they can't make love unless both of them are okay with it, and if they were, you know, boyfriend girlfriend or husband wife or whatever, so he did that. And made his own fandom like that. And the fandom changed where 90, sorry, not 90, 85% is just for fun. And for those few who are in it for a much dirtier, sweatier reason, just keep your nose on our business. It's technically what they're saying to everyone. You can do what you want and have a way with them, just don't bother us with it. 
So yeah, so the fandom has changed over a few years. Like Anthrocon is one of those that I want to go to. I hear it's really cool. Anthrocon and Furcon and Fidicon I want to go to. Comic Con I hear is like a really good one where you can do whatever. I'm planning on making a, a comic book too of Tony. I'm not. I don't know if I will. I really have no idea if I will. I have to find someone who's really good at making like like really good at writing. Cause let's face it, you guys won't be able to read it if I wrote it. I mean, writing stories, yeah, but like putting words and making it where like it shows like the little voice box or voice cube or whatever you want to call it that um shows the person talking. I wouldn't be able to do that. So yeah, and uh, last but not least, I thought, hey, let's, well, not last but not least, the point we go into the Big Red Trail is that I wanted it to be a straight furry, so um, Tony married or fell in love with Echo, and they loved each other, and then I wanted to make it a little dark, or like a little twist, so I'm like, instead of them just breaking up, or just them not... Loving each other more, let's make it where it's based on a poor Tony's sucky luck. And Tony got shot for peeing a flower. Stupid, I know. And then Echo found a new boyfriend in book two. Poor Tony. Then Tony falls in love with a nether girl based on the park. His old high school sweetheart. And he loved her. Still, and she's very attractive. And the jock saw her, and I said in the story, he started to look at her in the wrong way. I'm going to be honest with you, I was a little pervert. I was a little pervert when that happened, or perverted when I thought of that. So, I'm going to just tell you guys this right now, to get it off my chest. I was going to say, when I thought looking at her in the wrong way, because I didn't want to say he was looking at her chest area. Because. Yeah. She's full. I'll put it that way. I'm sorry. Like, I would change it now if I could. But it's already in ink. Because I wrote that. The graph in ink. So I just switched it to. Uh, instead of him saying looking at her chest. I said looking at her the wrong way. Because. Yeah, I I have a lot more respect for women now than I did back in the day when I wrote that. About seven, eight, maybe nine or ten years ago. So yeah, I changed it over the years. Because, come on, women are awesome and they deserve our respect. Like everyone else in the world. Unless you're a terrorist, in which case, go ahead and die. Because I hate terrorists so much. I'm going to just say this right now, it's a little rock show, but if I ever f- find out who Don Hussein is alive, and I get my grubby little hands on him, he won't be alive for much longer, I'm just going to say that right now. Stupid terrorist that caused 9-11. I hope he's dead, and I hope he's in the, pl- the bad place right now. I still would celebrate if I knew it for sure. I don't think about it, because I've always been my fat liar. Anyway, moving on. We're not going to change it to get political. So, yeah, I changed it to looking at her in the wrong way because that's a place that, that should be good enough. 
you know. And then he started flexing, acting like a moron. And then Tony's like, oh, I'll get her a flower from the park this time so I won't get a bullet again. Because Tony almost died like 50 times in the hospital. So he gets her a flower and then the stupid jock guy tears off the freaking branch of the tree and gives it to her and she's like freaking out. And then the guy just calls Tony Cronite and just walks away because that guy is such a jerk. So I'm like, you know what, I have to make Echo and Tony get back together because originally I wasn't going to do that. I was going to make where Tony just has a sucky life. So that's that's how it was going to end originally and then I came up with the idea for William Wolf, his son. But to have a son... Unless he's adopted, like me, you gotta get married, and I'm not gonna tell you how to make a baby because that's your dad or mom's job, just depending on what gender. This isn't no sex education class. So, yeah, have a child. It takes man and woman to have a child, that's all I'm saying. So, uh, he had to get married to a girl. So, I don't want to be adopted, because, I don't know, just didn't feel like it, I guess. So, probably because already Mike was adopted by Fox Sanders, I'm like, you know what, Tony needs to have a son. I want him to actually have a son, not just adopt the first stray that comes across his path, because our animal is so stray. So... I made it where Echo and Kiwi, the butthole of a year, was beating the snot out of poor Echo, and Tony came to Echo's rescue, because come on, guys, if I'm be honest, if you beat on a girl, I'll beat you up, I'm not joking, if I ever walk across the street and find someone beating on a girl, even the guy's like a buff gangster um, black guy. Or he could be white. I'm not racist. It could be either color. Yeah, he could be a purple, blue, ninja, turtle, wolf, spider, I don't know, feather face guy. And I'd still, okay, first I'll freak out and then I'll. Grab my Gladius um, short Roman sword I, I got bought like a week ago, or less than a week ago, and come at you. Yeah! So, yeah, dude. Yeah, you'd be in pain. And also, you'd be able to have children. Uh, okay, that's a little too cruel. Okay, maybe I'll let you have children, but like, you'll at least lose an eye out of it. Or get a, or in the case, your teeth knocked out. Depends if I can watch the sword or just decide to slug you in the face and run for it. <laughs> See, there's a little thing. If you're in a fight and you can't and you can't get away, here's what you do. Face, kneecap, balls, run. And if it's a girl and she's she's tougher and she's actually gonna try to hurt you, then it's not gonna hit a girl. Kneecaps, breast face, run.
that's how that's how you get away from a girl. Unless she unless she's my sister, because I'm not I'm not gonna hit my sister. She'll hit me though. And she'll hit my brother and possibly and Yeah. That's why I'm always making sure to appease her by combing her hair every time I see her. She likes that. She's like the only girl I've ever known that actually likes it when I, her brother, combs and touches her hair. She'll kill everyone else. Just not me. So, at least I have something going for me. But we're digressing. So, Tony came to Echo's rescue. Echo falls for him again. And Echo's like, you know what? Let's get married. I love you. And they do. So, how I came up So, why did I come up with that? Because we're around the time when I finished the third story. Of it, that's unfortunately because a yeah, big time lapse between that and book three and book two. But the reason why I added it is because into the story is because I really because that's when COVID nineteen hit, and I'm like, you know what? Actually, I finished it a year before COVID nineteen. I actually recorded it because of COVID nineteen. That's the reason why I record the story. So due to COVID, I'm like, you know what, guys, we gotta get this finished. So I did it to uh, relieve the stress and pressure of COVID nineteen, and I'm like, okay, here we go. And that's the reason why I made it. Honestly, it's just to can't give some peace in the dark time of COVID. I'm not getting the vaccine, honestly. See, I'm going to tell you this right now. It's not because I don't care. The reason why I don't want to get the vaccine is because I'm afraid what I'll have in the long time. That and the government seems very, very eager for us all to get the vaccine. So I'm not wondering if there's a, you know, a few things that the government wants. Because the government, is, I'm going to be, okay, this is going to be pretty cool. The government... As much as slime bags, especially our stupid idiot dictator, Mr. Joe Buttface Biden. Forgive me, but I'm not sorry. To be bluntly, Biden needs to be impeached or just taken out. I don't care which. I mean, I'm not going to take him out myself, but if someone's like, hey, you're going to take out Biden, I'll be like, okay, thanks for telling me. Go for it. I don't care. I probably shouldn't say this. In case the government wants to question me about the Defender of Lilac crew that's with, that I'm with. It's not a gang, it's just like a quote-unquote, we're not really vigilantes either, we're just a bunch of guys wearing freaking cool hats that is ready to fight for America should the time ever come for, uh, for America to have its own army. Actually, high commander, actually. But that's beside the point. We're, we're digressing. I don't want to get arrested. So, back to Tony. There's really not much to be said about Tony, because I actually, I'm going to be honest with you, I, mean, I don't really care much about the Tony stories. I mean, I like Tony, and I like this, making the stories, but he's just not my favorite, you know? Foxina is not my favorite either, although I do love and adore Foxina. Dash is my favorite, so I'm going to get a little into this. Dashie could or could not, your choice, 
be based on a true story about finding a little girl in the box on the side of the road who, in the story, comes from near the dimension that actually got the idea from my dog. So I wanted a beagle or a hunting dog when I was younger. Got a beagle. Kind of last time a hound dog, but got a beagle. And I was that. I got the beagle. So I actually was about to go from one of my friends, but we got snowed in that day. Sorry about the door. That's my closet. But I heard some whimpering and sounds from outside. So I opened the door and saw a little beagle on in a box outside <laughs> on my front porch. So I picked up the beagle's box, brought her inside, took out a box, held her close to me, warmed her up. She crawled on my chest and fell asleep. So I was doomed to not move for like five years. Because she would not move. I mean, it's only like three hours, but still. You're going to the bad place if you dare wake up your sweet little beagle as she snores on your chest and will not move. So, yeah, that's what happened. That's how I got the idea for Dashi. And I'll get more into it, possibly, but not in this video, because this video is already 41 minutes and then 20. 23, no, sorry, not 20, 34 seconds long, so, and probably even more because time keeps ticking. So, thank you for watching this video. If you liked it, please push that like button in the face, like a boss, as always. Have vibes all around. Thank you so, 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 so much for watching this video. And if you liked this video, please leave a like, subscribe, and of course, if you like, please put a comment down below because I love reading your comments. Miss um, Luna, I'm going to tell you this right now. I love reading your comments. You you make me so happy. And Landon, if you please just leave a comment, bro. I've been begging you. Make it meaningful, please. I like to be informed. Thank you for watching again. I love doing this for you. You guys are amazing. You guys are just freaking awesome. And of course, you better look into those shadows because this world's honestly, it's just a strange one. Have a howling good night, everyone. And of course, if you want more videos by me, you don't have to worry from long because I am a workaholic with a fiction addiction. I'm gonna try to make more videos, in other words. Thank you for watching, and I'll see you all next time goodbye and to signify the end of this video we gotta do the wolf howl i need you guys to do it with me okay on the count of 10 ready one two three four five six seven eight nine ten all together now Ow!